Rick's Corner, brought to you by Old School Labs, the brand I trust and the only one I put my name to. Use my code, Drayson12, on the link below. Welcome to Rick's Corner. The man, the myth, the legend. Now on with the show. these things so the guys on and the girls on my channel they don't know about what these images are behind us okay so welcome to Rick's Corner I have Mr. America John Hart back we were talking about certain things we want to discuss today and he said bring up your artwork and your shirts first of all so we can tell people what it is yes and these the, these things behind me those are cartoons that I made years ago and we have all new designs coming back from the 80s and called yeahiworkout.com is the website some of my old vintage designs new stuff coming out for the winter and new stuff coming out next spring uh, with shirts and baggy pants and t-shirts with designs and it's going to be really good it's been doing very very well it's in all the high-end stores now in los angeles new york and japan and australia and we'll keep moving from there but you can order directly off the website yeahiworkout.com it's made for you guys at train and people really do like the, like the product. We had a meeting yesterday down at Santa Monica at the Firehouse, and uh, everything is going well. Very good. But what I want to talk about is the meeting I had at the Firehouse, first off, just for a second. I had photographed a video of my lunch, which was a chicken, eggs, and blueberry multigrain pancakes. Well, it's only about 30, 40 seconds long, maybe not even. And I have my opening and closing, and somebody says, well, the ads, ads. Well, let me tell you something. At my age, you have to have a source of income. You have to have something that you do as you get older or you're going to end up falling apart and you're not going to have anything. So I found a place in my life for my show that I have advertisers and I have products and the only way I can sell them and make a living is to put them on my show. Obviously this is how commercials work for television. So when you complain about it, don't complain about it because you're getting the show for free and some of those things you might be able to use. Now I don't get many complaints, maybe one or two out of 300. But you know, even that one will stick in my head overnight and I want to kill the guy. <laughs> but it's all good stuff and it's all aimed towards you and your lifestyle and what you do. So I just wanted to clear that. I couldn't do too much about eating a meal. It is what it is and that's what you saw. And somebody said, why are you eating pancakes? You'll get fat. Really? You think I care about that at 75 years old getting fat? Number one, I don't get fat. I lose weight rather than gain weight. Number two, I want to enjoy my meal. So if I have some carbs today, it's not going to kill me. And you can do the same thing. Don't deny yourself something you want once in a while. If you want to eat it twice a week, three times a week, eat it. Enjoy your life. And now, was that the excuse me? Was that the bodybuilder breakfast at the firehouse that you had? It's one of them. Okay. It's one of them. It's either the chicken breast with the egg whites, and I got the whole eggs. Right. The blueberry multigrain pancakes or banana pancakes right. multigrain, and they're good. We we eat it all the time. I can never eat the whole thing. Yeah, it's a big meal. Three yeah. pancakes, I eat like half. That's yeah. it. Usually right after training, we go from Gold's Gym to yeah. Firehouse and knock out the body. And someone breakfast. says that place is very pricey. It is pricey. Yeah. And I don't eat there all the time. But if you can't enjoy a meal and pay a few bucks extra, so what? It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's only money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how that works. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is that people, uh, my viewers, you viewers out there, are really good people. I have some wonderful, wonderful comments that I really enjoy. And I've helped a lot of people, and I get emails from people who say, yeah, I've really helped them with their lives, and that's my motivation is to do that and try to share with them what I've had done over the past 65 years of training with my, my knowledge and things I've done to pass it on to you. So when I tell you something, don't question me like I don't know what I'm saying, especially you 20- or 30-year-olds. You'd say, well, I know more than you do. It's impossible. You'll never know more than me. It's impossible. I've been through everything you can think of and experienced it all, so I'm just trying to let you benefit by that so you don't make mistakes that we've all made in the past, right? Right, true. 
because there are a lot of mistakes that people make and you see them in the gym all the time because they don't listen and then they say well how many reps on this and how many sets on this and I said if you listen to the video you know right. you hear me but you're not listening yeah it happens you know it's just how it works someone said no, I'd never Corey got married again and had kids she did get married again and she does have two kids so if you were to listen to her you would have known that's what she said mm. see what I mean that was a great interview with yeah, it was a good interview. Way. she's so fun she's fun she's, she's so fun I'm so mad girl. at you for not having me by that day she's coming back nah. Let me know when. <laughs> so I bring people on like John who've worked out a lot. They know a lot about training. And somebody had questioned me, and this is what I want to talk about. Okay. What happens to the guys like we knew back Don Haworth and Larry, well, Larry Scott passed away, and people like that when they're huge. Yeah. Your question to me was, when they get older, why do they lose all their muscle mass and doesn't it bother them and what happens? Mm. Well, what are you going to say? I, I, I'm sure, first of all, I'm sure that if it's, if it's a bodybuilder who's getting older and it's due to injury, yeah. and they somehow cannot train the way they used to. Yeah. I'm sure that bothers them. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm positive 100%. Uh, I, we could probably name people who had injuries that just couldn't train the way that they normally did anymore, and so it quickly was taken away from them. That would bother just about any bodybuilder. However, everybody faces the day, right? Yes. Where we all get to that point, and you know, it's not gonna be there anymore. And whether it's life happens and you get to the point where you don't have that interest anymore, you've reinvented yourself over here, you're no longer that, you're no longer a you know competitive day-to-day -day bodybuilder or gotta get to the gym and be as big as possible bodybuilder. Right, right. And there's issues or changes in direction, you know, more concerned for long-term health even, mm -hmm. right? Living the best life you can live for the mm -hmm. rest of your life and, you know, quality of life. So working out helps that. But yet, the guys who seem to have lost their physique, a lot of them have been, like you've said it many times on our shows that I've been on with you. How many times have you mentioned, you know, dieting? Yeah. Well, shoot, man, after you put in 50 years of dieting. Yeah. You want to have the pancakes, you have the pancakes. Does it matter to you if you have a little bit around the middle? Not so much anymore. Not so much. There was a time in my life, and I'm sure with all of you guys out there, 20, 30 years old, you think, I'll be this way forever. I remember telling my wife at the time, Nothing's yeah. ever going to change. I'm down at Gold's Gym. I'm 30 years old. I'm in the top shape of my life. Never going to change. Huh. Well, before you know it, 10 years goes by, then 20 years, then 30 years, then 40 years, and, and you're not the same guy anymore. Right, right. You try to be what you were, but you can't be. So you got to be what you are and be the best you can at what you are. I, I've seen them complain about, I've seen <clears> comments <throat> complaining about, you know, how small Dorian is now. Even, you know, current Mr. But he looks Olympias. good. Looks great. Looks healthy. Does the whole, uh, whole business. Look, at one of, them, one of them lost his leg. Um, Flex. Flex. We lost a leg. How right. do you think he feels? And, and uh, the other guy, the big guy that just was in a hospital and everything went out on him. What's his name? You know, I mean, top Mr. Olympia. Uh, oh, Ronnie Coleman? Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. All right. I, you, I'm sure those guys feel horrible that they can't get to the gym and train like they used to. I see guys picking up 80-pound dumbbells. I'm using the 15s. And I think, God, I used to do those like nothing. Right, right. But I don't even want to. Right. Well, things happen, right? So as life goes on, the one thing, the phrase I've used even more recently because of meeting people like yourself and being on your show and then me doing my own uh, YouTube channel is that you have to reinvent yourself. Yes. Right? So it, all the guys that are watching this right now and the girls that are watching this right now, enjoy it. Train hard. Train hard into your, in, in, you know, into your old age even. Train hard. Train as, as hard as you can as often as you think you can pull the trigger, right? Yeah. Do it. Recover from it. But at the same time, the importance of looking exactly like you did back when, when you were 30 and you were able to step on a stage. Well, Bill Pearl is famous for, say, his saying is, 
there comes a day where a man just doesn't belong taking his shirt off in public anymore. I totally agree. <laughs> you know? And it's like one of those deals. Well, hey, you know, someday you don't belong taking it off in public anymore. Was it Steve Mahalik that committed suicide? Uh, he had the, the liver. He died. Uh, I don't... Oh, you know what? He did commit suicide. Because he was upset that he wasn't what he was. Yeah. Now, I train, you don't know this. I started working out at a local YMCA in Glen Cove, New York, and then my first real bodybuilding gym was Steve Mahalik's Mr. America's Body Shop in Farmingdale, Long Island. So I know I knew Steve, you know, as a as a young man, as a teenager. That was my first real hardcore gym. Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, wow. Well, what it boils wow. down to, and I've said this before on the show, is ego. You got to let your ego stay in check. You can't be walking around thinking you're Mr. America all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be there. I mean, I'm 75. I stay in good shape. And people say, how do you stay in such great shape? Am I as big as I was at 30? No. I'm the same weight, but my body shape's different. Right. And I train hard. And when I say train hard, now, for example, when I do the seated lat pulls on the cable, I was using 150 pounds on the, on the selector eyes, and I was going heavy about last year. Mm-hmm. And I got a shoulder injury, and then I had my knee replaced, and I had a hip injury. And so I wasn't feeling too good. Everything's hurting me really bad. So I've been doing 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. I dropped 100 pounds off that machine, doing 15 to 20 reps, very, very strict for five sets. And then another exercise, the same, and maybe one arms and then something else. And I'm sore as hell. And you're still pumping. I mean, yeah, you're still just using the light weight. And uh, on arms, it's a little difficult because I got a pinched nerve in my shoulder. I had a cortisone shot on Monday, but I worked out today, and my kids say, you work out too hard. I said, I don't know how not to work out hard. Right. I don't know how to go in the gym <laughs> and not really hit it. <laughs> but uh, I did delts today even after having the cortisone shot, and I just did it light, took it easy, and it worked out okay. It wasn't painful, but I get through it. Right. You just got to work through it. Yeah. That's my phone going crazy. I hear, I it. I hear it. I won't answer it right now. No, I, forgot, on the air. I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> um, well, you still go to the gym every day. You show up. I still go every day, and people say, God, it's amazing how you can come in here and do this the way you're hardly mm-hmm. walking. And I'm walking with a cane because my knee is okay now, but my hip hurts. Mm-hmm. I've got arthritis in my hip. Mm-hmm. And uh, some days it's okay, some days it's not. And I haven't got my balance back from being off the, off my feet for a year. So right. I'm kind of wobbly, and I take the cane just to have uh, stability. Plus, people open doors for me, and I tell the women it's uh, it, it gives me courtesy, t- courtesy sex, sympathy sex. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I gotta use it because I don't want to fall, but um, eventually I won't use it anymore. But we all suffer injuries, and if you're gonna train hard at a young age, be careful of your joints because that's what kills them. Heavy benches, heavy squats, heavy pressing kills the joints. My doctor told me that my shoulder joint's completely gone. It's like a worn out old tire. And someday. He says, I can give you a new shoulder. I said, nope, I'm not going through any more surgeries. No more. Right. Just give me a cortisone shot for now. That's what she did. Right. But, but you gotta realize, you guys, that these guys get older. I mean, the guys like Don Holworth and still around. They don't train like they used to. Yeah, they're all shriveled up little old men. But, you know, that happens with age. And what are you going to do? You do the best you can. Well, well, the fact of the matter is, is once you stop lifting intensely, which a lot of the guys do, right? Yeah. Once they stop lifting intensely. I, I mean, I, I remember seeing Franco. I remember seeing him. I mean, he looked like small. He looked healthy. Yeah. You know, but he was small. Yeah. Last time I saw him, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, bouncing around, plenty of energy. But small. Yeah. He's not lifting 700 pounds off the floor anymore. He's not benching 400 pounds for reps. He's not doing those things anymore. So, of course, you know, the body, whether it's because of injury or because he's not interested anymore. How about that? You know, he's just pumping away, you know, instead of lifting big weights, he's doing it to feel good at that point. Yeah, I got to say something about that. I don't lose interest in training. I go every day. No, no, I'm not talking about losing interest in training. I know. I'm talking about losing interest in being as big. That's my point. I don't lose interest in training. I, I, I like to work out, 
but I lose interest in going heavy. Yeah, I'm trying to be the biggest I can. Yes. I'll spend 30 minutes in the gym and then another 15 on the bike, and that's it for me. Right, right. And I, I get a complete workout like that. I'll do one body part, maybe two, uh, 15 sets per body part, which is a lot to some people. How do you do so many? I'm just used to it. Yeah. And I don't wait more than five, 10 seconds between reps, between sets. Sets. You move. You move quick. Move quick. So I get more out of it. And it keeps the body firm and in shape, and it looks good, and you look good in clothes. And people say, gee, you're in good shape. Hmm. Yes. Am I 280 pounds? No. I'm 215, 220, and I like it. Right. And I don't care about being huge anymore. I, I just want to look good. I'm bigger than the average guy, which doesn't really matter to me either way. Hmm. I'd rather be, get people to notice me with my charm and personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. then they say, well, I'm in good shape, too. So don't let the ego get in your way. You don't have to always be the biggest and the best because there's always somebody bigger, there's always somebody better, there's always somebody tougher and stronger. Hmm. And that's what life's all about. Mm-hmm. But if you can be the best you, that's what it is. Now, getting down to sets and reps. Yes. When you guys were asking me about, well, you never said how many sets and how many days. And I have said this over and over again, but you're not listening. What worked for me and what works for John may not work for you. You've got to find your happy medium. Four days a week used to work really good for me. I understand, yes. Six days a week works fine. Sometimes I do seven, but on the two of those days, I just do the bike. Right. Now, as I got older and I have these injuries, I'll do two days on and one day off. And um, it seems to even be better. Yeah. But the diet's the same, high protein, low carb. I mean, I do the best I can. Even, I, even let me remark about something yeah. you just said. Even, even Frank Zane, I've seen his website, I've studied some of his stuff too. Even he's remarked uh, on his social media about how his workouts have been pared down mm-hmm. you know, from doing such high volume. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, the points, all, 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 any of you guys who follow me or follow me from Rick's channel, you, you know I'm like the least, I do the least amount necessary to get the most result. I'm the low volume guy. I'm you know, not necessarily saying stay out of the gym, for three or four or five days. I'm saying pull that trigger less often the older you get. Yeah. But you can still go to the gym and pump, move your joints, stay moving, keep the blood flowing through those joints, but not necessarily hammering, hammering, hammering all the time, right? No, you need the recovery. Recovery and then overcompensation. I've had the same questions you've had uh, you know, through my channel about, well, how many sets, how many reps, and this and that, and you're 100% right. What Rick just said, the workouts that have applied to him just like the ones that applied to me, you can take the same one, try it for three months. See if you're recovering and overcompensating the way that you should. Try mine for three months. See if you're recovering and overcompensating the way that you should. If you're not, then obviously you need to cut back. If you are, then you're fine. Right. You know, Every individual is different. He might have a ton of stress in his life. I might have none and sleeping full night's sleep. He might be getting five hours of sleep. And just because of that simple fact, our lifestyles, he may not be able to handle as much as I can. Right? As yeah. far as how often I can go to the gym, how much intensity I can pull, all of that. But the reality, so it might even, might not even be age-related sometimes, right? No, I'm, I got a good night's sleep last night from this cortisone shot, so I slept like a baby all night. I woke up, my hands were still on my chest where they were when I went to sleep. <laughs> and I felt good so one. much better, but I get up a lot because I'm diuretics. Hmm. And I have to go to the bathroom a lot to get rid of the water in my system. So that wakes me up. And the cat jumps in bed and wakes me up. But I still get my sleep. But sleep is so important to recovery. Yeah. so important. And um, uh, volume and workouts, I'm used to volume, so it doesn't bother me. I don't get winded, I don't get tired, I have a heart issue, it doesn't seem to bother it at all. And I don't even know why they tell me I have one, because I see nothing wrong with me at all, I feel fine. But um, 
everybody is different. Somebody asked me uh, just recently on an email today, I've been off two years, I'm in my 30s, I want to come back, will I gain my muscle back? Yes. Yes. If you train properly and eat properly, you'll gain everything back and then some. Yes. Because the two years off, your body got a chance to catch up and the first couple of weeks are going to be a bitch. You're going to get sore and you think, what am I doing? Wasting my When I, I got out of wrestling once for a year, when I got back in the ring, I got in with Big John Studd and we were at the Olympic Auditorium he gave me a suplex and he's seven feet tall and I hit the mat and I said, what am I thinking about? Why am I doing this again? Yeah. But I got through it. This is like everything else in workouts too. You get sore and you get through it and you get injuries. Just be careful of the joints because they're hard to maintain. They can get really bad and um, you got to take care of yourself. Well, the weight training should be at some point, the focus of the weight training has to be when I work out, I gain benefits from it. Yeah. The, the structure of your body, the musculature of your body has to be benefiting from it. So when the workout's over, you shouldn't be destroyed. I'm talking about like in massive pain everywhere. It should right. be more of a, I feel pretty good, man. Well, when I started working out years ago and, I, and someone said, you're going to work out with weights, you know, you'll build muscle. I said, yeah, sure. So I started working out and I think, okay, the more I do, the more muscle I build. What happened was, and I realized in my head that you're breaking muscle cells down and they mm -hmm. have to rebuild. So when I go to bed at night, I'd say there's these little tiny workers inside my body with hammers and chisels and they're putting me back together. Right. They're building more cells and more cells and more cells. And so this is happening when I'm sleeping and Bill Pearl and some people said, Rick, when you're sleeping, that's when you're growing. So on your yeah. days off and when you're sleeping, make sure you get plenty of nourishment so the muscles can grow. Working out in the gym is only tearing them down. It's making them smaller and smaller and smaller and tearing them down and then you rebuild. So if you're gonna spend hours in the gym on that, you're gonna tear yourself so down, you may not rebuild. Then you come up with this plan. Well, the only reason that uh, most of these guys can go indefinitely because they're what, what they're taking, I don't want to name this because I don't like to say it on YouTube, but when the enhancement stuff they're taking, they can do anything, but that's not always true either because usually that'll pull a muscle, might even tear a tendon. Hmm. And then it does put a lot of water in your system, so you gain a lot of water size in the muscle, and then when you go off, you lose a lot of water size. Uh, it does help you over the edge, but it's not the end all. I've seen guys taking stuff and coming to the gym. They don't compete. They get bloated fat, and they get pimples. Yeah. Really, who wants that? I'd rather be lean and hard and have good skin. Yeah. So that's not always the answer. But don't be little people for what they do. Don't be little Rich Piana for what he did. He did what he did because he wanted to. You can't put him down for it. It doesn't affect you. It's really none of your business at all what he did. It's none of your business what I do. It's none of your business if I want to eat pancakes or if I want to take testosterone. Whatever. That's my business. And so from that point on, just leave it like that. And whatever you do is your business. Whatever you do is none of my business. Unless you ask me a question of what can help you, and then I'll do what I can to help you. Well, now what you've done too is through the videos, the thing that Rick has done in all of his videos is that you've offered information, yes. helpful information. Even when you had uh, Rich on, yep. right? When he, uh, you know, God bless his soul, when he was alive, you know, he was here offering information. All the time. Right? It was, it was all just to give. Now, yeah, through YouTube, we get paid, okay? Mm -hmm. so that's from advertisers and all that. But the information is still free to the end user. Yes. And... You know, when Rich was here, I found every one of the shows that he did with you, I didn't find him to be nasty at all. Not at all. He you would know? share everything he did, and you guys said, well, he did the drugs, and he did this, and he did that, otherwise he wouldn't be nothing. You know what? It's not an otherwise. It's not the road not taken. He took the road that worked for him, right. and he's sharing it with everybody. He's not telling you to do it. He's telling you what he did. But in his own mind, there's other things that work just as well that he didn't do, or he might have in the beginning. And that's what he's sharing. So don't put him down for whatever he did at the end. That was his own demons. His own. And uh, you can't fault somebody for that, especially after they're gone. Just keep your mouth shut about it. Now, did clear. I ever tell you uh, how, how I met Rich? Uh, the first time I met him, I actually, if you don't mind me, give me the quick story, right? No, go on. So uh, I had gone on, somebody called me out of Gold's Gym, asked me to audition 
do a quick interview outside the gym for a commercial, right? It was for Champion Clothing. And, uh, and I said, I'll leave out the details of how I said, yeah, get away from me and all stuff. But uh, the manager comes up to me and says, no, he's being serious. So I went outside, I do this quick interview, and then they called me for a second, you know, out in Pasadena. It ends up it was Zack Snyder, you know, Zack, uh, the director, mm -hmm. before, before he ever made 300, before he ever did, you know, The Batman, before he ever did any of those movies, he was doing commercials. And, uh, and so they cast me as the lead, the principal in that commercial. And I was a football player in the locker room getting dressed and uh, I had to put on each, with each piece of the equipment that I was putting on in the locker room, uh, I would say, you know, as I put some stuff under my eyes, I'd say for my eyes, you know, and then you hear my voiceover. It was great, I did the voiceover too. And so all the background players, Rich was one of them. Oh. And so he's a football player in the background in the locker room getting changed, yeah. putting on his uniform while I'm putting on mine. And uh, what a great day it was spending, first of all, with Zack Snyder, who's fun, fun, fun as a director. But then also, Rich, I mean, we got to be friends. Good guy. All day long we spent together. You know, it was like an 18-hour day. We were into golden time by the time that thing was done. And, you know, the greatest thing, he just had come down from, where was he, from Portland or somewhere up north, yeah. right? So he had just moved down here, getting into bodybuilding. He wasn't even at the Cal level yet. He was getting there. He was already huge, but he was heading to competition in that way. And uh, I found it would be great. You know, I mean, just... Great guy to talk to, great guy to hang out with, fun. Just well, fun the whole way We did a Dr. Through. Pepper commercial. It was a wrestling spot, and I'd taken me in. I said, come in with me. I'll show you a couple of holds, and you'll get the job. And he did, and we got the job. Wow. And we got the commercial, and it was fun. Um, but he's easy, he was easy to work with. He's a good guy. Yeah. But it's, it's like anything. You know, with training, there's no set rule. Um, there used to be, you know, three sets, three times a week type of thing back mm -hmm. in the days. But then it's changed up since then, and... and um, now I go to the gym, I see guys bouncing balls and doing kind of stupid stuff around the gym with their trainers, and I think, that's not bodybuilding. I don't know what it is. Let me tell you something. Just yesterday in the gym, I'm out in, you know, east of L.A. over here, one of the gyms that I train people out of, uh, a girl is doing some plyometric -y jumps. She's on a box. Yes. She's jumping right, then to the box, then left, yes. back to the box, yes. to the right. Tore her ACL. This woman is an athlete. Now, she's an athlete in her 40s, former athlete tore that ACL right there in the gym. Oh yeah. Doing nothing out of the ordinary for her, but just jumping, bounding, jumping, bounding like this. Wow, I mean. I saw a guy in the gym squatting so low that his pants split and his butthole inverted. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> seriously, it is opened up and everyone's gonna hear this. That's how yeah. bad it was. Uh. So you gotta be careful of what you oh. do. I mean, it's dangerous stuff. Man. And some of these, uh, these, um, these exercises in the gym belong outside the gym. Right. You know, running, walking down the runway with a squat bar in your rack, doing lunges and getting in people's ways. And, you know, the gym is for the gym. It's for the weights, and that's what it is. You start adding this other stuff, and they're in your way. You can't even work out. Right, right. right. It's, it's sorry to say that, but um, for the most part, people are pretty cool. My viewers out here, i got great viewers, and they ask me a lot of questions, and I answer all of you guys the best I can. Sometimes I just don't because it's already said in the video, and I hope that you listen to it because it's right there for you. Right. But training three days a week, four days a week, or six days a week doesn't really matter if it works for you. Mm -hmm. Experiment around. That's what this is all about, experimentation. Find something that works and stay with it. If it doesn't work, then change it around again. If it's not four days, then do five days. Do one body part a day or two a day. Once a week or twice a week. doesn't really matter. Just do what works. Now, I found recently one body part a day works better. 
Right. Where I used to do two to three a day, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. times a week. And I got big on it, but I just don't have the energy or stamina to want to stay in there for an hour and a half doing that. Right, right. It's tiring. You, you know, when I was watching a couple of your videos, I was watching them last week. I was watching some back on Tom Platts and then Tony Pearson. And I told you I like some of the more recent ones that you've done. And, uh, and even they talk about how their training has changed. Yeah. You know, but it was cool listening to Tony, especially talking about his training these days and how he still goes and he trains pretty hard. He looks fantastic. He does. Uh, but that's also a product of diet, like Robbie. You know, Robbie Robbie's too. kept himself down in body weight. And Robbie's body coming back on. He was sick for a while, but he's uh, very tight on his diet. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Very tight. Uh, it's what it's all about. It's just a lifestyle. You know, years ago, people mm. say bodybuilding lifestyle. Lifestyle was to train at the beach, lay in the sun, get the fresh color from the sun, and go to the gym and work out and eat healthy. Mm. Today, it's nothing like that. It's a spray tan and how much you can take, injections and training heavy and it's a whole different body type and it's not a pleasing looking body yeah you know, to be the biggest at 350 pounds people don't like it well and there was a love of bodybuilding you know that went back you know? yeah I, I don't want to pull all that you know old-timer sounding stuff because you know we every one of us who talks like that just sounds like we're being no bitchy about whoever's out there today well, I'm not trying to be but I can say the same thing about wrestling when I got into 1965 with Freddie Blassie and those guys that was believable wrestling those yeah. guys were badass dudes yeah and it's changed. Now it's a cookie cutter mold and they all do the same thing in the ring. So but times change. You know, you have custom cars, you have custom car shows, and you have drag strips, and you have dragsters, and they run on nitro, they get out of gas. And everything is an evolution to being better at what you do. Horses or horse races have gotten even bigger. They give them stuff to make them run faster. Athletes take everything in the world to be better athletes, and bodybuilders take something and everybody gets down and oh they're taking steroids. So what? <laughs> yeah. I mean who honestly got who really cares? And why should you care? And why are you gonna down somebody for doing it? You have every opportunity yourself. If you don't want to do it, that's your choice. Right. Nobody is telling you not to, nobody is telling you to do it. And if you do and if you don't, it's it's not my business. Right. It's it's, it's just I don't have an opinion on it. It's not my business. Right. So Absolutely. Um, don't knock somebody else for what they do because they might look better than you. You don't know for sure how much they're taking if they're taking anything. Chances are they might not be. They might just have good genetics. Yeah. And it's the same thing with women. Women see other women in the gym. They see them around. I've been out with them. They say, oh, she had her face done. She had this done. She had her lips done. She had her eyes done. So what? Yeah. She's happy with her look and made her feel better to have some cosmetic surgery. She improved to what she was. She feels good about herself now. She can get a lot of dates and she's happy. Nothing wrong with that. No. And you know what, too? Being in the gym, I, this is why I enjoyed so much being at like Goals and Worlds all these years that I was you know, living on the West Side also and training people out of those gyms is that I gained such motivation, even though like, you know, I, I've been the natural guy and all that stuff. It didn't matter to me. Like, I would just see someone, you know, that just looked fantastic. I see flex wheeler training in the gym. And, you know, and, and they just, to me, they looked amazing. It opened up my mind to yeah. being even better. Mike O'Hearn, you know, I mean, I, I love the guy. Yeah. Okay, I was on a TV show with him. I was on Battle Dome with him early yeah. on, right? Great guy. Uh, everybody seems to rag on him about this, you know, claim of being natty and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I go, whatever. Doesn't matter. He's just a freak. He is amazing. And he's a great guy. I had so much fun with him. And then being inspired, showing up at the gym. I was there at 4 in the morning. <clears throat> I see him blasting away at 4 in the morning. Charles Glass would come in the gym. And Michael Horn would already be blasting away with his partners at 4 in the morning. He worked for every bit of that. Yeah. You know, he worked hard for every bit of it. Strong. And some people don't want to to recognize the fact that you do work hard for muscle. It's not an easy task. You just don't go to the gym and just walk through the motions and leave. You work for it. Yeah. You make every rep count and you squeeze it out of there and you make sure you eat right after or before. And um, that's what it takes, dedication. I have a friend I go with sometimes and he won't eat right. And he says, oh, it's just a day. No, it's probably every day. 
and um, they, they lie to themselves. They think they're training hard and they're not. They don't do the whole body. They do arms and they do chest and they don't do legs and they don't abs. <laughs> and then they go eat some kind of a sandwich with fries. And so what do you expect? Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I miss being over there a lot, you know. Well, I miss seeing, seeing some of the, the bigger bodies lying around. Well, it's cool. basics. It gets back down to basics. And I know you guys sometimes you don't want to hear that, but you older guys do understand this. It's the younger guys who also show me a lot of respect, and I respect you too. But you've got to listen to what I'm telling you because I'm telling you the right thing. Now, when I was young, did I want to listen to my parents? No. Did I want to listen to somebody older? No. Right. But when I got into wrestling, I started listening to the older guys about working in the ring, and I learned a lot because I figured they knew what they were doing, and they were going to keep me from getting hurt. And then when I went to Bill Pearl's gym and I listened to Bill Pearl and some of those guys about training, I learned a lot because yeah. they knew what they were doing and they were much older than me. And I wanted to be the best I could be, so I took the advice from them. Now I'm in that position to give advice and it's free. Take it and use it and be the best you can be. Absolutely. You know, and before anybody starts trashing on me for sitting here nodding my head, yeah, 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 being you know the, the low-volume guy. I know some of you guys are watching this about to just type away, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the reality is, is, you know, Rick has a routine he's done for years. The reality is is that he's trained very hard for years. The reality is is you know he has his routine that he does and as he's changing over this he's changing his routine. And he changes it and it makes sense when he makes changes to it. Yeah. That's to me that's what matters the most. I don't sit on a high horse judging you and your workouts or anybody else compared to mine. I don't get involved in these stupid stupid After arguments. my knee replacement, my injury and my my uh, infection, someone says, "Oh, you talk about this all the time." Well, I'm talking about cuz you might end up with you. I couldn't train my legs for a year. Right. I felt bad about it. I don't want to go in and just train upper body, but I did because I knew I had to do something. Now I'm back to doing leg training again. It's coming back and it's coming back and it's something I got to work through. Injuries happen. Do I complain about them? No, I do what I got to do. But I'm telling you about them in case they come your way, you'll know how to handle it. Right. Some guys say, well, I can't take the negativity. I'm unsubscribing. I said, go ahead. Hey, you got some great comments from the subscribers though. Didn't you have some uh, have, recent ones that I have just great, you shared with me? Great comments. They always get one yeah. or two that are going to find fault. You know, I don't need you anyway. Yeah. We have 37 million viewers. If you want to go take a walk somewhere, go ahead, you do your own thing and get hurt. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me who you are. So um, I do what I do and I have a great deal of success as far as my ads and my stuff. We all have to make a living. I know you guys have jobs or whatever you do and you're trying to make ends meet. We live in Los Angeles. The cost of living here is extraordinary. It takes a lot of money just to get ahead. Thank God I put money away over the years. Thank God I have products I can sell on my show. Thank God I have monetization. So if you find fault with me for doing what I do and having a show that actually pays me, then it's too bad. This mm -hmm. is what it does and I'm happy to have it and I'm lucky to have it and I work hard for it. Every bit of it I work hard for. Mm -hmm. So don't knock me down for doing it because it's what I do and you get the benefit from it for free. Yeah. Wait till they start charging. <laughs> I heard that YouTube you can, they can start charging. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. So well, you never know. We'll see how it rolls, right? Yeah. I mean, you keep the, keep the great guests coming on, and the advertisers want to be a part of your videos as well as it is. So you get a lot of offers. You know, you're doing well Companies on, on your channel. It's so a great example for me right now. My, you know, mine is growing, but yours has well, been a good example. Here's the here's the thing: if any of you guys want to start a YouTube channel, you can do it. It's it takes work, but you can do it. You can have your own channel. You can be your own person. Fact. You can talk about your own stuff. Fact. You have to start somewhere. I started Fact. 11 years ago in my backyard where the kids were wrestling in my ring called Rick's Corner. I interviewed the little kids. Then I got their parents who were like, the, uh, well, you have the Terminator, Robert Patrick, and some people like that, they come in and talk. Then I built it into a studio, and then I do my own editing, and I put it all together, all myself, the whole thing, and I upload it. Well, little by little by little, it started getting more and more viewers. I started doing more and more shows, and I got good at it. So good that I could do five or six a week. So now I can do a Facebook Live on my computer 
which is a different camera. It's, the quality's not as great. But then I can convert it to my computer and make a YouTube uh, video out of it. Now I've dropped the video out and I've got an iPod, or not a pod, a podcast with all audio coming out soon uh, on iTunes, I believe. So I got a marketing company for that. So you can take whatever you have and move to every level with it and reach everybody out there about your training, about your diet, what you're doing, how to get ahead in life. Just find a good subject, find good content, and talk about it and bring on guests. And I'll add one more thing to that. You can start your own YouTube channel. Be prepared from day one to commit. To commit to, you're sticking with it. It's yes. a job. It's another job. It's another job. It's a part-time job compared to your real job job. And it's not going to bring that money in day one. No. It doesn't work that but way. But to me, it is a real job. It is a job. I come home at one yeah. after I train and eat, and I spend the whole afternoon working on my show. It's a full-time job for me because it's what I have the passion for. I like dealing with people. I like helping people. Yeah. I like to hear feedback of their motivation. And I've turned it into something that I really, really enjoy, and everybody benefits. Yeah. But if you For do sure. one show every two weeks or three weeks or a month or two months, it's not going to be the same thing. It's no. like going to the gym once in a while. Do this every day, like I go to the gym every day. You got to edit, you got to put up product a few times a week at least. Yep. And when you do that, uh, it's going to start snowballing. Yeah, it'll it's make you a better snowballing. It'll make you a better public speaker too. I never wanted to talk in high school. Yeah, right. Get them in front of the class. <laughs> oh, not me. Not me. And then when I got into wrestling, I said, "Here's the mic. Cut a promo. What, 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 what do I say?" You say, "You'll me, brother. You'll think about it." Yeah. So it all helped. Everything. <laughs> everything helps to the end. Good tips on starting a channel. Those were good tips. So anyway, that's my whole thing for today. All right. I think I said enough. <laughs> Rant over. No, it's just important things that people need to know, and yeah. I want to share this as long as I'm still alive because it's something that um, is beneficial to all. I just think it helps. You know? Oh yeah, they know. Most the majority of the people out there that you you guys who are watching, yeah, you know, you gain a lot from the channel. I see the comments as well, and uh, and the, most of them are really respectful. And enjoy your no, channel. No, I wish I could sit down and meet every one of you and talk yeah. to you and have a nice conversation. Maybe a seminar or something would be kind of wow. Cool. Wow. That would be kind of fun if I yeah. could find someone to put one on and bring me in. I would definitely do it. Mm. Um, I think that would be a good idea. Wow. You, me, Doug, yeah. all, oh, yeah. all, all, all your friends have yeah. everybody show up, man. Yeah. Wow, that would be fun. Think about it. Maybe we will. I'm just including myself in there. That's fine. Be a good part of it. <laughs> Thanks you very much, John, uh, for coming over here. It's, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. It's always um, a pleasure. John's a good guy, and I have him on every two weeks, and we talk about a lot of stuff. And um, we made friendship a long time ago through World Gym. Yes. And it's lasted, and good friends last. It's a, it's very important in your life. It's what it's all about. And I heard something. Uh, was it? Was it? It was on a TV show, but I've heard it before. And they said people always worry about the past; they don't look towards the future. But this is why they make a rearview mirror in a car and a big mm -hmm. windshield, because it's not important what's behind you; it's important what you're headed for. It's <laughs> good. Yes. It's a good one. <laughs> if you want to see a good movie, go see Last Christmas. I just saw it. It's still touching me. All right. Thanks so much for coming, and thank you guys for watching the show, and we'll see you all next time. Any suggestions you have, please send them our way. Yes. Bye-bye. hope you enjoyed the video brought to you by Old School Labs. Use my discount code Grayson12 on the link below at OldSchoolLabs.com. Hey, everyone. Now you can have the Gold's Gym logo drawn by me, the artist Rick Grayson.
personalized and made out to you and signed by me to frame and put on your gym wall or wherever you see fit to do so. It's a piece of bodybuilding history. It will never be duplicated again. It's the largest selling icon t-shirt logo in the world. And I'm the guy that drew it. And I will draw it for you. Just go to my website, rickdrazen.com and order there. You can pay through PayPal and it'll be sent out right away. And be sure to watch Rick's Corner for all the videos on bodybuilding, nutrition, fitness, pro wrestling, and anything that suits your interests as far as getting physically fit and being the best you can be from the golden era of bodybuilding. Baby, see you next time.